that you will have me behind the cross this morning. We pray to God that your word will never return to you Vaughn, unless it accomplishes that which it was sent to do. Now let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight, O Lord, my strength and my redeemer. In Jesus' name, amen. I want to title this Desperate for a Miracle. How many of us have been desperate for God to do something in our lives? Let, let me paint a picture of what's happening in the story. Let me talk about illness. Sometimes illness is a great interrupter of life. If you haven't been sick before, you will not understand that illness is a great interrupter of life. Illness enters without knocking. Sometimes it scatters all of our plans, marking the idea of certainty. Sometimes illness diminishes our future. It intrudes like a buckler in our home touching every part of our lives. Such an interruption occurred in this story in Jesus' time. This lady encountered Jesus in the story told by Mark. The incident occurred on the dusty streets of Jerusalem in the city center. It is a narrow, twisted street packed with crowd of excited people. These people were excited not because they came to purchase gifts. They were excited to catch a glance of who Jesus was. Can't you see them walking through the streets of Jerusalem? singing Hosanna in the highest. The common people spoke of Jesus with deep affection. The beggars whispered his name softly. The children sang about him. He is known to every kind of disease. His fame is triggered through the streets of forgotten men and women. It is Jesus of Nazareth that I speak of this morning. Jesus is on his way to, he gets a request from Jairus, a ruler of the synagogue, that his daughter is ill and Jesus is headed towards Jairus' house. Jesus is on his way to restore to complete health Jairus' dying daughter. He is on a mission to restore to restoration, and the crowd is following him in order to see him perform a miracle. As Jesus is walking, he is interrupted by the sick woman. Let, let me describe the kind of pain this woman was going through. Her body is wracked with pain. Who is she? Tradition gives her various names. But I cannot tell you who she was. It doesn't matter anyway who she was. Isn't it enough that she was a woman in pain? She is typical of 
countless cases of endless pain and suffering. The Bible says that she has, been, she has been suffering for 12 unbroken years. Can you imagine suffering from an illness for 12 years? Can you imagine having a burden for 12 broken years? Every day you go into Jesus with a burden and it doesn't seem to get better. The Bible says she was suffering for 12 unbroken years. All this lady wanted was to get relief from the pain and to be restored back to health and wholeness. She, is, she has every reason to want to be healed. Her sickness, as, many, as any other sickness, had a profound effect on her body. She felt a loss caused by her illness every day. She felt not wanted by society. She felt lonely. She felt, she, she felt ostracized from society. She felt like she was nobody in the society. In sickness, as in any battle, there are losses, even to the victor. The pain and uncertainty of illness usually amplify the sins of the loss experienced by the victim. There are some common feelings of losses to a person who is ill. One of such feelings is the, the feeling of the loss of control. When you are sick, you feel like you are all of control. You don't have control over the sickness. You don't have control over the circumstances. Suddenly, your body, rather than obeying you, has its own agenda and behaves in a way that it pleases. Sickness, pain, it is like driving a car on an icy highway and suddenly you hit a sleek of ice and you are out of control. You hit the brakes, twist the, the steering wheel, nothing helps. All you can do is wait for the crash to happen. It is a sickening feeling and helpless feeling. This was the embarrassing situation that this woman found herself in. She had been subject to bleeding for 12 years. Her body was out of control. Sometimes illness also brings with a loss of identity. Sick people often are identified by their illnesses. It is interesting to me in this story that this woman isn't called by name. She is simply a woman who has been subject to bleeding in the text. The Bible doesn't give her any name. Simply identify her with her illness. Sometimes we speak of people and say, she is a lady of cancer, or he has AIDS, or she suffers from manic depression. Sick people lose their identity in their sicknesses. One is no longer the person they were. They are the person who had an illness, 
who is disfigured, who induce chronic pain, and who is dying. Sickness also brings with it loss of certainty. With chronic illness, everything becomes contingent upon how you feel. I'll go to work tomorrow if I feel better. I'll go to vacation tomorrow if I feel better. The body has a way of manipulating itself. Not only does sickness bring uncertainty, the loss of uncertainty, it also brings with it the loss of your place in society. This woman had no place in the society because she was ill. Nobody paid her any attention. When you are sick, the loss goes beyond your body. Sickness often puts a strain on your relationships. It puts a strain on your job. It puts a strain on your family. It even puts a strain on the things you used to do before. The sick person feels better fit in the hospital with other sick people, but not in the healthy world. They don't fit in. This was how exactly this woman felt. She felt like she did not have an identity or a place in society. She felt lost. She felt like no one could understand what she was going through. Not only does sickness bring loss of place in the society, but sickness also brings with it loss of your resources. The Bible tells us that this woman in this story has spent everything that she had on her health. And yet, it was not getting better. She found herself getting worse. This woman had been financially depleted, emotionally spent, and she was physically weak. Not only does sickness bring with it loss of resources, but it also brings with it loss of hope. The Bible said this woman has spent every dime that she had and yet was not getting well. This woman somehow in her mind could not figure out when she would ever get well. The most chilling part of this woman's life is that she had tried everything that needed to be tried. Yet, of, instead of getting better, she grew worse. Can you imagine trying everything that you know possible, humanly possible, scientifically possible to get well, but instead of getting well, you find yourself getting worse in your condition? Can you imagine this woman? Can you feel her pain? Struggling from day to day, trying to get well. Going from doctor to doctor, from physician to physician. Even at times trying alternative medicine, but nothing seemed to be working for her. Can you imagine how desperate she felt? She wanted to be relieved of her pain so desperately that she was willing to do anything that may come her way. Pain can cause us to be desperate, you know. 
If you haven't been there before, just keep on living. Just keep on living. This woman not satisfied with traditional, with, with conventional treatment, she sought alternative treatment, unendorsed by traditional medicine. Sometimes when you are pressed against the wall and you try to leave conventional medicine and go seek alternative medicine, you get ridiculed by conventional medicine people. That's what, how this woman fell. She was willing. The Bible says she, was, she has tried everything else. Have failed her. Nothing seemed to be working. Then she heard about Jesus, the healer. Strangely, something awakened in her. She made a resolution to defy the Levitical code that says that if you are sick and hermishing, you are not to touch a Jewish rabbi. But this woman said within herself that I'm going to reach out and touch the hem of his garment. If you haven't been desperate before, you don't understand what I'm talking about. But if your back has been against the wall, then you understand that through your desperation, you can do anything to get to Jesus. The Bible says, as Jesus is going and the crowd is pressing, this woman looks on in her mind and said, if I can only touch just the hem of his garment, I know I will be made whole. And the Bible says she pressed her way through the crowd. And she reached out and she touched Jesus. The Bible said Jesus immediately knew that something had happened. Someone had touched him. Notice that this woman didn't meet Jesus in the house of worship. Sometimes we think we, 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 we can get our miracle in the house of worship. But miracle happens every day. When you wake up in the morning, it's a brand new miracle that God has provided you. But sometimes we think that miracle or healing can only happen in the house of God. Can you see this woman on the dusty street of Jerusalem receiving her, her healing? Jesus is passing. She made a resolution in her spirit that I must touch the hem of his garment. Jesus said to her, that faith has made thee well. This woman had been a daughter of death through illness, but now she has become a daughter of life through the healing power of Jesus Christ. When one is desperate for a miracle, three things must happen when you are desperate for a miracle. The first thing that must happen, you, you, you must be willing to give God a chance. The Bible said this woman had tried everything that she knew to try. So she had nothing to lose anyway. Because she had tried, she's paid money, she's gone from doctor to doctor, she has gone from, 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 from herbalist to herbalist. Nothing seemed to be working. And so she made up her mind 
that it's time to give God a chance. When was the last time you gave God a chance in your life? When was the last time that you were desperate for a miracle and you allowed God the chance to demonstrate that miracle in your life? The songwriter said, I have tried everything I could. And it seemed like nothing did me any good. Until I heard that Jesus was passing by. Then I decided to give him a try. That's when I know it was Jesus that healed my body. That's when I know that it was Jesus that made a way. That's when I know that it was Jesus that opened doors that no one else can close. When you are desperate for a miracle, you ought to allow yourself a chance to let God work in your life. You see, this woman did not care who was looking or who was watching. She said to herself, if I can only touch the hem of his garment, I know I will be made whole. Have you ever been desperate before? Have you been in a desperate situation where you said to yourself, everything else isn't working. I got to get to church. I got to get to the master who is the author and finisher of my faith. This woman was racked with pain, a constant torture year after year and after year. Could not find help. So she decided, I am going to give God a try. Not only must you be willing to allow the Lord a chance in your life, but you must believe that when you call on him, he will hear you. The Bible tells us that when we call on Jesus in the time of trouble, he will hear you. When you call on Jesus, when your back is against the wall, and you, you, you don't know what tomorrow provision is going to come from, the Bible says when you call on the name of the Lord, he's going to hear you. You see, this woman, after she's tried everything, she decided, I am going to meet this Jesus. I'm going to reach forth and touch the hem of his garment. Sometimes desperation will call for you to reach out beyond the normal to find the help you need. This woman was desperate. Can't you see her? Can't you, can't, you, can't you imagine her with the kind of issues she had, bleeding constantly for 12 years, reached out to Jesus through faith and touched the hem of his garment. Not only should you be willing to give God a chance, and not only should you believe that he will hear you when you pray, but you got to be willing to take some risk. You got to take some risks. You see, faith is taking risks. Because this is how the Bible defines faith. It's being sure of something that you cannot see. But believing that you will receive it, that's a risk. You cannot see, but you believe it that God is going to make a provision you cannot see how the end meets, but you believe that God is going to make a way out of no way. That's the kind of faith 
So this woman took a risk. She said to her son, even though I am unclean, I'm bleeding, I ought not to reach forth and touch the hem of a Jewish rabbi. But yet I'm going to take a risk and I'm going to touch his garment. And the Bible says she took a risk. She touched Jesus. And the Bible says immediately virtue left all of Jesus. Jesus knew that somebody had touched him. He knew that somebody who was desperate for a relief from their pain had reached forth and touched his garment. Jesus understood that somebody had touched him, but the crowd did not understand. When you are desperate, my brothers and sisters, you have to do things that are not conventional. You have to pray without ceasing. You have to pray in the morning, pray in the noonday, and pray in the evening. When you are desperate, you got to do something that you've never done before in your life. You have to fast. The Bible says if you have faith like a mustard seed, you can say to the mountains in your life, be ye removed. And they shall be removed. Sometimes the trials you go through is not going to go away unless you fast and pray, believing that Jesus is able to do it. When you are desperate, you have to know that greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. When you are desperate, you got to seek Jesus, who is the lady of the valley and the bright and morning star. Desperation can make you do something that you've never done before. Can you see how desperate this woman was? She stepped out of the normal to get her miracle. In order to get a miracle from God, you got to step out of the normal. You got to spend time with God. If you expect God to speak to you, you got to read your Bible. You got to spend time in prayer. You got to spend time in devotion. Instead of spending time on the phone and telling everybody your business, you got to tell Jesus. You see, this woman had no friend. She had no one to tell her business to. So she made up in her mind that I must get to Jesus. Sometimes the time we waste telling other people our problem, we can spend that time giving God our problem. Are you desperate for a miracle this morning? Are you desperate for a miracle? Are you desperate for God to do something new in your life this morning? Are you desperate to see the power of God in your life? Can't you imagine having the power that raised Jesus from the dead in you? Are you desperate this morning? It is my hope that you will be so desperate to try something different than what you've been trying. You see, this woman was desperate, so she decided, I'm going to try something unconventional. I am going to make my way past the crowd and get to Jesus. Even if I can meet him face to face, I am just willing to touch the hem of his garment. Are you willing this morning to do something unusual to get your blessing? I pray that God will inspire you to do something unusual to get your blessing this morning. May we all stand to our feet.